Welcome to the continued podcast adventures of Superhero Speak. But I think many of the people that love this character and that love superheroes in general have used these stories as inspiration to say, you know what, I'm going to do something good in the world. I'm going to make a difference like my hero when I was a kid. That is my fondest memory of it because when, you, when you're doing comic books, you want them to affect people. Right. You want people to care. You want, you want to strike emotions. And I knew that that clone saga was striking a lot of emotions. Can you yeah. imagine uh, Pulp Fiction starring Goofy and uh, Mickey Mouse? I can totally <laughs> imagine that. You I'm sure somebody's written that one Pounder with cheese in France, Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, ale with cheese, Mickey. Yeah. <laughs> I can totally see. I, I, would, I would watch the hell out of that movie. Yes, I gladly saw, sacrifice at my... my progeny to you of a mighty marvel beast <laughs> but neil adams is somewhere going mm, it's, it's my time uh, how do you measure success hey everyone and welcome to superhero speak i'm your host dave and john and yeah he's late again folks he's I, on his way this is <laughs> not his fault this is the apple microsoft fault? windows no apple Oh, Apple? Oh, Mac? Yeah. do that too yes. now? Oh, that's yes. even worse. Yes, so Apple just came out with an update not too long ago for Ventura. I updated mine a couple of days ago. Apparently, he decided to update his as soon as I'm going. Like I was saying before we, we went live, Mega, an hour and a half before the show starts and purposefully hit the check for updates button because these companies are just ridiculous. <laughs> that's JD. Oh, good. <laughs> yes, this OS is killing him. Uh, <laughs> is that what the OS is named? Yeah. Oh, how dare they sully the name of Ventura to uh, <laughs> to someone who likes wrestling so much? Or is it Ace Ventura? <clears throat> Pet detective. Okay, that's even odds then. <laughs> not not one of Jim Carrey's better movies at all. Ah, we upgraded his webcam. All right, while we wait for JD to get past his technical difficulties uh, and join us, how are you doing, John? What is new in your world? You know what happened. Uh, well, I started my four-day weekend on Friday thinking, all right, let's see what I got. I've got the release of the One Piece live-action series, eight one-hour episodes. I've got all this work I want to get done around the house. I've got some cleaning I want to do, blah, blah, blah. I'm chewing on a hamburger, and why is one of my teeth in the hamburger now? Ow. Hashtag old person problems. <laughs> if you're young and you're listening to this, always brush your teeth. And second, if you, if like me, you run across a dentist who like ruins your mouth, sue the hell out of them. I I had a bad dentist 15 years ago, and I am still paying for that now. So I had to call the emergency line for my dentist, which was fun. <laughs> yeah, that was sarcasm. Did you catch that? Uh, so if they were to put more rocks. They were able to cement it back in, right? You're good. They cemented it back in, but it means I because it was a crown and the crown came out uh, with the post. That means that there's nothing left of the tooth, and they're going to have to give me. I, I have to get a, an implant, which is a fake tooth, which yes. which is an eight to twelve month process because I have to extract the tooth, and they have to build up your jaw so that you can put the new screw in. So that you can then screw in a new tooth. It's really fun. Okay. It, okay, JD. Come on, JD, man. Just come on. Go, go back to JD. <laughs> what are you? One of those? The, who are those two Muppets that sit in the balcony? You know, <laughs> rat, rising 
Kermit and the rest. <laughs> anyway. Um, I think he's enjoying this too much. But, you know, after the emergency and after calming down, after a lot of bourbon, I did get to watch eight hours of the live action One Piece first season. Ah. Okay. So I have, I, I, I and I know I'm like, you know, I'm taking Stadler a lot of time here, but Stadler and Warhol, <laughs> yeah. There are a lot of, there, there, if you go and search for reviews, you will get reviews of professional reviewers uh-huh. and they suck. Don't listen to them. This has broken the curse. This is one of the best, this is the best live action anime slash manga adaption okay. ever by far. And it's just, it, and for people who haven't read the manga, or watch the anime, it is still way better than it needs to be to get you hooked on the storyline. Cool. Whether you're an anime fan or not, go see it. It's on Netflix, eight one-hour episodes, and they are fun. And the, the biggest comment that I'm seeing from people who aren't anime people, or more more specifically anime people who, who haven't seen One Piece, don't know anything about the storyline, or just people who aren't into it at all, is that... Luffy is like the best and his uh, outlook on life is infectious and it really pulls you into the story. Son says he's been seeing so many people on Twitter slash X who are fans of One Piece praising the live action so much. I've started watching it. And it's funny. There are a lot of professional reviewers that will say, yeah, this is good, but look at this and look at that and look at the blocking on this and there are too many close-ups and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, yeah, but all of that... Nothing is so glaring that it pulls you out of the story where right. you're like, oh, look, I saw the camera and in the mirror over here or this looks fake. It just right. it was so good. And really, seriously, the CGI way better than the flash in some cases. Wow. That's like saying that a ham sandwich is better than a turd sandwich. Yeah, that's. And then I did some I had a four day weekend. Like I said, I got some work done and caught up on a lot of One Piece anime. Yeah, otherwise, a very restful weekend. I'm really sorry I have to go into work tomorrow. How about you, Dave? <laughs> how, how, how'd you go? How are things with you, man? Good. I can't complain. Nothing Nothing exciting this weekend. Just what you call it, the usual stuff. I, oh, we went to the girlfriend's. Her one son who goes away to college came home this weekend because of the holiday. And we were all hung out at her house on Saturday and they wanted to watch Beetlejuice because they had never seen it before. Interesting. Well, I mean, they're For that 18. age group, too. Yeah. So, yeah, it's funny when you think about that stuff. Like, how many movies did your parents see that were big movies when they were young and you never saw because it's not in your wheelhouse? Well, that didn't happen because my mother, my I have a great appreciation for, quote unquote, old movies. And by old stuff that was made before I was born. Because my mother sat me down and watched it. Same thing with very old Broadway shows and old music. But yeah, there's a big cottage industry of reactors on YouTube of kids that are like, let's see what this Star Wars things is about. It's like some of my favorite reactions come from stuff like kids that are like, oh, we have all these people that are suggesting that we watch Blazing Saddles. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be good. <laughs> You know, um, in this day and age, somebody watching Blazing Saddles? Kassan oh. <laughs> says, I think it's all because Jenny Ortega will be in Beetlejuice too. I will not deny that because her one son is a huge fan of Wednesday because of her. So, yeah, so that's part of the reason he wanted to see Beetlejuice. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, because Beetlejuice was, oh, what was her name? Shoot. Damn, who, what was the name of the, the girl that was in in Beetlejuice, the original? Winona Ryder. Winona Ryder. There was, yeah, no, there was music before, but it was when they hit one rock against another. Sometimes they used to stick. Just to get a different, a different flavor of tune. No, Winona Ryder was in the first Beetlejuice, and yeah, yeah, that was mostly the reason to watch that. And not just because she's gorgeous, but because... She was fun to watch and that. And of course, Michael Keaton, once again, proving everybody wrong that, oh, this is not going to work with him in there. <sighs> Michael Keaton um, can do anything. It was funny because after that finished, her one son just went upstairs and then Nick said, oh, let's watch something else. And it was getting late. We watched the beginning of it and then decided that well, he could finish watching it later was The Addams Family, the one with Ralph Julia. That was good, too. Yeah. Angelica Houston. The original, yeah, that that was and way good. Christina Ricci is amazing Wednesday. in the. She is, but it's she's so young in that movie. You forget she actually is eleven years old or something when they made that movie. Oh yeah, she did a lot of movies when she was young. Casper, yeah. Friendly Ghost, that one, that yep. one, the Adam's Family stuff. There is a reason why, and she was the ultimate Wednesday. She embodied that character, and there's a reason why they got her blessing. For Jenna or like Jenna Ortega, like yeah, Christina Ricci was in the Adams Family series, and she got her blessing. Jenna Ortega got her blessing for, from Christina Ricci, and it was, and it was fun to. It's just, it's nice when you hear good things about a cast like that, where they're like the one who played Wednesday before is, yeah, you know, said go kill it, Ortega, and you got this, and just it's but, and uh, that, that whole franchise is awesome. The funny thing was, in that movie, there's a couple jokes that came on in the beginning. Oh, look who decided to show up. Uh, <laughs> eat it, was what I was going to say when I joined the show today. Eat, eat it. Eat what? It? Me. Weird, weird, weird <laughs> what are you talking my, about? My giant frustration source. Eat that. Okay. Okay. Something. So anyway, there's a joke in the movie that is of its time and would not land today because it doesn't if you don't know the references and there's something about oh he's the one who made the talking marcel marceau statue oh no that was in beetlejuice that's right because both of them were watching that one and i chuckled and they both looked at me and i'm like oh marceau is a silent right. actor so no, yeah, he was he was a mime he was a mime, a mime that's yeah, what it was yeah that's one of the most was. famous mimes of all time yeah that's what i said he was a mime name and, another <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> and they were and they just they were like oh i'm like it's funnier if you get the reference and they're like, nah, it really wasn't funny. But <laughs> they, I've, uh, I've heard that reference still used today. The guys from uh, Team Four Star that, that was used in the third season that referenced to Marcel Marceau. And like, how people old are still, those guys? They're like half my age. So oh, okay. I think that's they're pretty, just barely hitting their 30s. That's pretty impressive, actually. Someone born in the 90s to reference Marcel Marceau. Yeah. He was that good. And also, was he only what he's, like, the, only he's uh, the only name you know? Right? That's what I'm saying. Was he a good mime or was he like the McDonald's mime where everybody just knew him because he was the mime? Was he a good mime or was he just like a famous mime? So you're saying, was it was it him or is his press agent? I don't even know if mimes have press agents, but like what made Mars get trapped in the box better than everybody else? Are people like, yeah, I just believe that he's in that box. If he did have a press agent, he was a silent partner. No. What do you think of the new webcam that I went through all the hassle to get today? 
you look wonderful. You look you. wonderful, JD. You're, you, Thank you're you. beautiful. You're, you're I am. squared just nicely. It's perfect. Because I was doing the other show, and the, the new ring light I bought literally went black in the middle of it. And I was like, what? Huh? What? What? And so I had to reconfigure, and then I had to buy new stuff. And then I decided, I'm going to use my iPhone as a webcam because i know you can do that and i'm like like i was shooting a wedding this weekend with my iphone and i'm like man this does really great video it really does like i was just to get like little detail shots and then i'm like i'm gonna play with this and i'm just gonna push this and i was really happy and i'm like i wonder if i should try this for the podcast this is like saturday night i made this decision so i'm like i'm gonna try this and then it wound up taking me five hours or four hours to set it up because of various things on my computer that was my week Cassan <laughs> says your setup is pretty good thanks man mic and video are on point thanks man Awesome sauce. So it's all worth the frustration. Yes. I got to put up with your shits. I guess so. Maybe. <laughs> My Maybe. shit. We're like, oh, you got to join us? Ah, oh, excuses. And I heard. I was on the beginning of the show. I'm like, I'm going to find these guys this week because I know they're burying me live. And I was no, right. We, no, we weren't. We yes, were, you no. were. Yes. I would too. I don't blame you. <laughs> we were respectful. I'd be, disapp- <laughs> I'd be disappointed if you didn't. Oh, wait, you did say, what is number two? What was that question in reference? What, oh, John, that's a poop. No, I meant for John. Like, if, we, if One Piece is the best live-action anime adaptation, what is the second? Rurouni Kenshin. I don't even know what that is. What was that? Rurouni Kenshin is a very old anime, one of the originals about, it's in the, I think it's Edo. The Edo period? In Japan. Okay. And uh, yeah, and just as they're starting to get, like, industrialized, and the warlords are going away and that sort of thing. And one of the one of the last Ronin of that era, who is like known as the man killer, Rurouni Kenshin, oh, um, goes shows. on a path of redemption to oh, the point where he always, oh, his swords either. are reversed. The, the edge of the sword is the broad part. Oh. He doesn't have edges on his sword because he was just too good at killing. And it's just, you know, basically Japan trying to deal with the the end or the end of the shogun period and the shogunate and the uh, beginning of industrial industrialization and, and other countries coming in. Shockingly, so, Tom Cruise was not involved in that stuff, actually. Thank God. So, no? yeah, but there were some <laughs> live action movies. Don't let Hollywood like, yeah, it was. That's what I meant. The Last Samurai with Tom Cruise. That would be that yeah. one. But there were some, li- there were some live action movies for Ruin and Kenshin and they were awesome. In fact, the actor that plays Zoro in One Piece was in Rurouni Kenshin. I forget Zoro which was in was. One Piece? No, Zoro is the sword wielder in, in One Piece. His name is Zoro. Yeah, well, sometimes Japanese borrows from Western culture. Yeah, it's okay. like Zoro. Uh, he made him like the best swordsman of all time. It's like the nickname. Rurouna, Rurouna Zoro, Zoro is his name. You make the sign of the Z? No. Oh. Unless he's cutting you in half, the sign of the Z would be the parts of your body that he cut. He's really good. I'm so, just disappointed there's no Z making. I, was, I used to love that part with the Zorro and Disney where he would make the Z in people's butts. Yeah. That was great. But I was telling Dave how good it was in like Rono Zorro, the guy who plays that that character, the, the women are spooning left and right for him. Yeah, he uses three swords. He uses, he uses three, three swords, sword. one in the mouth. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> are you going to not make john turn 20 shades of red this red this week no i was I'm late not, so i can't I'm, i know what he means though so that doesn't bother me at all i can they, turn and shades they, of red. And you know what? they made that work in the live action which is just freaking awesome shades like, of red uh, now i'm yeah. oh my red. god now i'm angrier <laughs> these lights are so cool 
He said, "How are you, JD?" But we said, you "I'm fine." Frustrated. I'm fine now. I was frustrated with technology. I had a great night last night. I took my kid to a wrestling show, and Dave's. Like, oh, this is why you couldn't do the show. And I was like, "Yes." Was Andy that's Dan not how. Time. That's not how. That was not the tone I had when I said it. <laughs> but I wrote that. Oh, so this is why we couldn't go tonight. <laughs> yes, I had. I had a date with my little boy. What's funny? Me. I'm hilarious. <laughs> Two of the the women in my life. My girlfriend and my daughter, when I told them what you did last night, why we're doing it tonight, they both had similar reactions. What was the reaction? Ugh. <laughs> and then Philist- like, Philistines. And then it was, it was like, I, I, what shocked me is Karen was like, oh, fake wrestling. I'm like, what? It's a multi-million dollar, it's a multi-billion dollar organization, I'll have you know. And they both said the same thing, which was funny, was, oh, just soap operas for boys. We host a show about comic books. I know. What's the difference? I have no idea. It just shocked me. I'd never talked about wrestling with either one of them before. (laughs) It was weird. It was very weird. I'm going to need more Malibu for this um, conversation. I made the mistake of my kid got upset because his favorite guy lost. So I said, we'll go get some ice cream, but we'll get Dippin' Dots. He's really into Dippin' Dots. Uh All the kids are. They didn't have Dippin' Dots, but they had like real, like scoops of real ice cream. So let's get real, regular ice cream. It was at the United Center in Chicago. So I got him like the real, like, oh, the show is awesome. What have you told? I told him, I told him what happened to Punk. I said, you can't try to punch, you can't try to punch your boss and keep your job. It doesn't work that way. I, we were, I, I told my son that one of his favorite wrestlers was fired because he's a jerk in real life, even though he's really good at being a professional wrestler. Anyways, we had a great time. But anyway, I, we bought ice cream, right? And it was really good. I got the big scoop of chocolate ice cream in the bowl. It was awesome. And about, Four more matches in, all of a sudden my stomach did the bloop thing, Ooh. and I was like, "Oh sweet Jesus, Father <sighs> is holy." So I had to, uh, I had to make a bathroom stall at the United Center my own. <laughs> and See, it, this, it was something. This is all about old people. Well, this isn't old people. This is celiac people problems. What does it say? Uh, how yeah. does ice cream affect celiac? I think if stuff touches stuff. Because yeah. my wife thinks I might be a little lactose, but it's super inconsistent. I had a nice, I had yeah. a milkshake the night before. It, was it depends on what like, they I like make cheese the ice cream with. Yeah, and I think it does depend. Like it's super inconsistent. Like I don't know. I don't think I'm lactose. They never, I was never diagnosed with lactose, but it was. Let me say, last night, not good. Punk for president. Yeah, I don't know. Hi, about Ray. That. Hey, hey, Ray. Hey, Ray's back. Did, <laughs> at least your tooth didn't fall out, man. I've had that. My kid, four of his teeth fell out in the last six weeks. My tooth. Fell he looks out. ridiculous. How did your tooth fall out? I had a crown that the the the, oh, the base the crown. Okay, when they give you a crown, they first they, they do a root king. canal. Oh, they do a root canal, and then they stick a post in the base of the tooth. They take out the whole top of the tooth, and then they put a porcelain crown on top of that, attached to the post. The post that the tooth underneath cracked, released the post. Most of the tooth and the crown and the the porcelain crown came out while I was chewing a hamburger. Really fun. I've broken molars before, like just eating. Mm-hmm. Like the, my molar will just shatter. That's reflux, cool. and that's no. I've had it. I got acid reflux, so it's part of the celiac thing. So you'll get some um, GERD pops up every now and then. It weakens some of the back teeth. So I'll be chewing sometimes. <laughs> oh shit! People Tooth. must be loving this. Toothy hero speaks. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. All right. Should we move on to some social media madness? Yeah, let, let's give them what they actually came here to listen to. Wait, no, not the social media madness. That's not what they came here for. No, definitely not what they came here for. <laughs> now, now JD's hiding. Oh, okay. I thought he just went through a fog bank. 
So we. You say went through a fun bag? Fog bag. <laughs> oh, I was like, don't I wish? Man, it my night would be a lot way. better. Stop it. Just stop. Uh, what did you do with your okay. son? Curious is dead. Is your kid favorite? No, my kid's favorite's Darby Allen. My kid loves Darby Allen. Darby Allen is like five, five, like 160 pounds. He's real small, but he's Super this little, fly. this little blonde kid. My kid, my kid's a little blonde kid too. So he like adores Darby Allen and it's I, his favorite in the whole world. And then Darby lost and he was like, dad, we can go home now. And I'm like, I still have seven matches, man. So I was trying to mellow him out after that. I think he Drew was, was asking, what did you do with your son while you were in the bathroom? I made him hang out next to the stall. What was I going to do? And I would just yeah. check in with him on occasion. I think I gave, I was going to give him my phone, but then I'm like, I need something to look at because this might be a while. <laughs> and then he kept going, Dad, we're missing matches. Dad, we're missing the Young Bucks. And I'm just like, I'm trying. I'm buddy. I'm trying, man. I'm trying. It was not, it was not my wisest decision in public. I'll say that. All right. The question we asked our audience this week over on the social media madness is if they were going to madness, smadness, we should call it that smadness, smadness, hashtag smadness. That's pretty good, actually. Come on. Hashtag smadness. All right. We'll try that. We'll we'll see if that catches on. We asked if they were to make the Justice League today, who would be on your team? And first, we'll start with the Tiki Talks. Mr. Random Randy Savage said, Soups, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, Flash, Martian Manhunter, and Batman, and Blue Beetle, as a trainee fighting the secret invasion of the Reach. That's pretty good, actually. Young G-R-D-I-K. I don't know. Beast Boy, Shazam, Critic? Cyborg. Yeah, I guess Critic. Young Critic. Great Dick? <laughs> Maybe. It is TikTok. Beast Boy, Shazam, Cyborg, Gross Raven, dick. Wally West, and Superman. So basically the Titans with Superman. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I don't hate that. Matt Bacon 3 said Martian Manhunter. John Stewart. I think it'd be interesting to see if the street level character like Wildcat 2 or someone similar. I think it's yeah. Batman typically in that role. Yeah, I, I get it, but people don't think of Batman that way anymore. Fair. He uh, is supposed to be, but that's fair. Chuck Green 59 said Justice League Unlimited or C Justice League Unlimited. Agree with that one, actually. Chino Cachino <laughs> said Jack Black as Aquaman. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Why? Why not? We almost got Jack Black as Green Lantern. The fact that that was almost the thing is spooky. <laughs> Very much. On Instagram, HJR8581 said, World's finest soups and bats. Soups and bats. That just sounds I hate like him soups. It makes him sound like he's eating soup. <clears throat> yeah, and bat soup. You know what happens with bat soup, right? You get caught up. <laughs> that's even worse. Um, <laughs> On X is less fun ways. On yeah, X, that meant uh, something very different when I was growing up. But continue. So Wizard Podcast just posted a picture of the Extreme Justice. Oh, with Captain Adam and all those. Uh, Captain yeah, Adam, Blue that. Beetle, Booster Gold. Ah, the nineties. Uh, Mister Amazing, and I can't remember the the girl's name. Fire or Ice? I forget. Yeah. <clears throat> Amazing Man and Firestorm. It was Firestorm. Okay. So, I know, Firestorm and then Maxima. That's it. Oh, Maxima. That's right. Yeah. Man, I forgot she was. I, yeah, it was a weird one. That was such a 90s. <laughs> Dude, the greatest thing that ever Probably. happened to the Justice League was Grant Morrison came in and stripped all that shit away. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, oh, which which Geek to Me Radio replied to, it's a criminal how slept on this series is. If DC Comics wants to make some extra money, they would give the book to the Dan Jurgen and do a monthly title again featuring this group. I like Dan Jurgens, but it didn't sell 30 years ago. I don't think it'd sell today. Yeah. Randy replied over replied again over on uh, Did he reply uh, with did he reply with a different lineup? Yes. I respect gave, that. I respect He gave that. us the CW Justice League. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. I thought the one guy was Bronze because I didn't watch I wasn't watching at that point. I thought the one guy was Bronze Tiger and I was wrong. Who was it again? Oh, it was Black it was Lightning. Black right? Lightning. Yeah. I never watched the Black Lightning. Fair it was um, good. It was actually really you, I remember having this conversation of the show and you being a big fan of it, John. Yeah. Fans of Patrol said Robert Patterson, Christopher Reeve. Grant Gustin, Idris Alba, and Linda Carter. That's his justice. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I can't fault him. Maybe the Robert Patterson, but other than that. I like uh, Ro- you didn't, did you not like the Robert Patterson Batman, Dave? I forget. He was okay. It's, I don't know. He was a little too emo, didn't you think, though? And then that's not his fault. That was the director think, and the writer. I think the look was very emo. I don't think the performance was any more emo than Christian Bale was in Batman Begins. True. True. But I get, I think it was the look that got him. Because again, this is the first time we saw that Batman did put the black around his eyes, which he did in every version of it. We just never right. saw that until this one. So, but fair, well, that's I my favorite it. in Batman Returns when he rips the mask off. And his and hair all, is perfectly kept. And, and there's you know, no eyeliner around his right. eyes. And it was like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> yeah, he's just Michael Keaton. Yes. Even though Michelle Pfeiffer had tons of eyeliner around her. <laughs> and then TV comic book show said... Have my today Justice League that would like to see, but let's talk old school startup Justice League and the villains. And we're starting over with new actors. And basically, it's a picture of Tom Welling and. That's not a new actor. Exactly. That's bringing back guy from 20 years. Rosenbaum as Lex and Soups. We've got Batman and Joker from The Dark Knight. We got Aquaman and Black Manta from the Aquaman movie. And then it's a picture of Wonder Woman and Cheetah, not the ones from Wonder Woman 84. Not so, not new actors exactly. Then Green Lantern, Black Lantern from the CW show, and Green I'm sorry, Green Arrow and Black Arrow, and then Green oh, Lantern. So- and uh, it's not Sinestro, I guess it's Sinestro from Sinestro. the Green Lantern, Sinestro, sorry, from the Green Lantern cartoons. Okay, but no, we're just I guess I'll assume they're the characters he wants in this Justice League Batman, Superman, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, and Green Arrow. I guess not my choice, but that's yours. That's good, yeah. And then finally on YouTube, Maleficent Warthog said, we That gotta is have... one hell of a name. <laughs> wow. Said, we got to have Plastic Man on there. Uh, Plastic so Plast- Man is probably one of the most powerful DC superheroes, period. End of story. Yeah. When Joe he Kelly was running Justice League in the early 2000s, he had Plastic Man because his Plastic Man was basically immortal, right? He's so, oh, hey, Astro. He's so not like a typical hero. Hey, bud, come here. Yeah, the only thing that stops him is personality. Did you say? Like my new setup? Did you guys see him? Or no? Yes, I saw him. Okay. Right, come here, give me a hug. I'll see you in the morning. Okay. Do you like that? Are you yeah, starstruck? Looks cool. Looks cool? Cool. Good night. Don, Take the mongrel. We, 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 we missed some comments here. Don said, Poop Hero Speaks. Poopy Hero Speaks. Pooper, pooper Hero Speak. It's right there. Ray said, Impulse is leader with other smart asses on the team. That would literally be Ray's team. Yes. Uh, I'm going to keep pushing my impulse initiative until I am until I am in the ground. Oh, that's just dark. And- hey, did you like the Bilson de Mayo uh, impulse where they, they turned him into the Flash? I'm just curious. 
uh, Justice League or Justice League Unlimited. Unlimited has a huge roster from Drew. Uh, Don says, would have been better than Nicolas Cage Superman. And uh, saying Green Black, Jack Black is Green Lantern, that is. Mm. Uh, There's a lot of stuff Jack Black can do. Green Lantern, not one of them. Ray says Michael J. White as Superman is what the world needs. I love Michael J. White. I don't know if that works. I think Michael J. White would have been on. He was really cool. He was Bronze Tiger on those uh, Arrowverse shows, and I really like that. I think there's more they could have done with Um, Michael J. White's cool. What? Stephen Hawking is Flash? Stop it. That's not. No. Stop it. No, I didn't. I didn't think he would. I didn't think nobody did. That's why it lasted (laughs) like eight issues. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was good. Was, I, second, third week, I've asked a question. This is the most responses I've gotten so far. So. That's a good question, actually, because people get to think about that one. <clears throat> and the Justice League of the Avengers is so cool that there have been so many iterations of it and so many people have joined it that you can get some wild answers. Yeah, definitely. Also, last week, we talked about James Gunn was bored and started a rumor that Crypto was going to be in the <laughs> Superman bored. Unlimited. This is true. Jeez. To which Kassan said, no crypto. No, crypto seems to appeal toward children. And at least the stories I've seen featuring him do. I don't want to have a simple comic book story that depends on formulaic plot and ending. I want a deep character dive into Superman. A dog is just a distraction. Disagree. Disagree. Hard disagree. That could be part of your character, that you love mm-hmm. dogs. Uh, that is then, part, that's the Americana. Superman Superman has to... Okay, Superman has to love dogs. Superman has to be this loving person, or else he's not human. He's a god amongst men. Like, having him go, oh, look at this cute little puppy, makes him one of us. And if he doesn't think that he's one of us, then he is a god here, and that's dangerous. That's usually right? why... That's what Lois Lane is there for, to bring him down, to, to yeah, but Lois, make him it's, relatable. But it's different. Yeah, it is making him like, his yeah, relationship with her. His relationship, yeah. there's one aspect to it. But like, there's something too about the, the way a person relates to an animal, especially a pet. Because that's like when you have that's a relationship for. I'm going to ignore that. You and Bacephala. So Superman's relationship with Lois is like a real adult relationship, right? But like the relationship you have with your dog is something that's just like super pure. Yeah. Right. Like, people who don't like dogs, like I like get sketchy about them. It's like, do you not have a heart? Like you don't love and like cats too. If you love, you got to love an animal of some sort. And if you don't love an animal, it's okay. Or do you think it's because they're beneath you? And if you don't love something that's like beneath you, like think about how that can relate to Superman. Cause then you're talking about the emperor God King and Superman can't be. Then you have miracle man. And that's something else. What happened? What'd I do? You froze for half a second. Oh, am I okay? Sorry. Yeah, you're good now. I don't know what happened. My bad? No, but you, yeah, you make a great point that. Oh, wait, Kassan is chiming again. By the way, I'm really liking the Lois Lane Clark Kent relationship. Oh, and my adventures with Superman. Yes, that, that is. Oh, right. yeah, the, the next episode came out. I watched that too. It's. Was the general, was, the general was her father, right? It's, it's Sam Lane? Yep. My buddy Godella, who I know was listening to the show, was right. He told me that. And I was like, nah, I think it might be General Eiling. I was wrong. You were right. I, had, I told him I owed him that on the show, and he Kassan reminded me. Uh, Ray oh. says. Then who is relating to Rocket Raccoon? We all relate to Rocket Raccoon. Exactly. Like Rocket is um, all of us. Timothy Jones said, hey. I'm on the fence about this. On one paw, it would bring more lightheartedness to the show. But on the other paw, it might be the scrappy do for the series. Besides, there's only one cape dog that I'm interested in, and he's super miserable. 
I don't know. <laughs> but yeah. Sour grapes available in finding newspapers across this great land. <laughs> Every gifted child who was told that they were set on a path and car- carved another. Oh, that's who craved, I think. I think he means craved another. That's who Rocket bounced to. And Ace the Bat Hound. Oh, Ace yes. the ah. Bat Hound. Oh. Um, ah, yes. Sour grapes, everyone. Sour grapes. All right. <laughs> Find a newspaper across this great land. <laughs> and then finally, um, last week I interviewed Richard Fairgray, who is the... Uh... By the way, what a great name that guy has. <laughs> that is the coolest name. I, I saw that and I watched it. I'm like, this dude... I don't even care what this guy does. He has the coolest name I've ever seen. And I clicked. One book that he was shilling when he came on was The Ex-Wives of Frankenstein. Love it. Love it. And then Kassan said, Richard has stories upon stories. No wonder he is in a creative world. I wanted more anecdotes. Good luck to him. Kickstarter seems promising. Yeah. If you've not watched that yet, that is available on this channel, along with all the other interviews I've been doing lately. But there will not be an interview this week. Taking this week off to get some stuff done. And then... Hopefully I'll double up on them next week. Not double up releasing them, but have them pre-recorded. Yeah. That's all the social media madness. Good hand, handles are carved to come by. I don't know what that means, Ray. <laughs> like love handles? <laughs> Those are actually very easy to come by. Yeah. Unfortunately. Uh, I thought John so, was like that lame dad joke. He didn't even didn't sell it at all. So if you would like to follow us on social media, be part of social media madness for next week. Here's a good friend, Don, to tell you more. How's the show going? You join it? Do you want to be part of Social Media Madness? And go ahead and head over to SuperheroSpeak.com, where you can find all the social links, episodes of the show. You can find comic reviews by Chris and other articles. We're posting stuff on there all the time. And while you're there, check out the rest of the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. Great shows like the Pop Prison Power Podcast, Colt 4 to 5, Fans on Patrol, the Gorilla Brain Podcast, So Wizard, and Superhero Speak. Hashtag GW All-Stars, and you will not be disappointed. So make sure that you are engaging with the Superhero Speak Twitter post whenever they come up. Give us your best comment, and you may make JD say this. I get so tired of these dumb motherfuckers. I... All right, it's back to the show. I'm passionate about the dumb motherfuckers. Yes, you are. Hate for them. Uh, and then and Ray clarified. He said JD said it was a good name. That's a handle. Like oh, I am dumb, and I forget jokes immediately after I make them. And then we love Don. We miss Don. We miss you, Don. What does Don say? Oh man, my studio before it got flooded. Oh, I'll have it back together soon. Oh my well, god, what happened, man? If you could explain in brevity. And because you're in Ohio, I don't think you guys didn't have like hurricanes in ohio and uh, what was the weather we've been having though it's been like it's been crazy across the united states but uh, yeah he says i'll be back someday okay arnold we miss you yeah hopefully none of your toys got wrecked because that's the most important thing don spilled the bong water on his setup ah Ah. (laughs) that makes so much sense all right i think then we'll take a quick commercial break now that we know don's okay except he's a little wet (laughs) we'll be right back with some news some podcasts are like this. Are there bloopers in there? Funny stuff happens on set all the time. Do they ever make videos of that? Yeah, sometimes. I feel like they should. Yeah, yeah. I feel like fans would really like that. I keep most of my bloopers in my only. 
scenes. What I keep in is the banter, just the kinds of funny things that we say to each other in between positions Mm -hmm. or whatever. This funny thing happened the other day, actually, where I was Damien Dysky. He was like, are you working tomorrow? And I cracked up laughing because I was like, oh, he's about to fuck me so hard. Oh, my God. He's about to rail me. Okay, that's hot, though. Was he just considerate? Okay. He's got almost like a dread-style He'll fuck you really hard. But just the way he said it, I thought that's so funny. My answer was, we'll see. (laughs) And some podcasts are like this. They get new fish from, you notice this on menus? So they got them. Where's that been? Dude, go read Moby Dick. See how many mahi-mahis they got in that sucker. Zilchy, bro. I'm somewhere the other day and the guy's, oh, we got line caught barramundi. Dude, I don't give a fuck how you convince that thing to swim over here. I don't care if you poured nicotine in the water for a couple years and slowly got him addicted. And barramundi, I never heard of that. Give me a real fish people have heard of. Catfish. Swedish fish. It's a candy, but everybody's heard of it. Trout. Uh, tuna fish. I'm just sick of some of this fake fish shit. Every oh, we got butterfish. We got white fish. What the? F- what are you talking about? Where? Where'd you get it? You got an email from the Lord, and they said, "Oh, they we releasing two new types of fish, like it's a new shoe." But only one podcast is where you can get in-depth analysis like this. When I was younger, this guy was definitely a villain to me. As I'm older now. <laughs> It's hard to be like, yeah, Hammond, you spent you spent $23 billion making Jurassic Park. You could not spare more money, a million dollars a year for this guy's loyalty. You spent $150,000 just to have these two people show up for a weekend. Right. You couldn't spend $1 million. On one-third of your infrastructure. On one-third of your infrastructure <laughs> and data control. What the? the only reason he's a villain because he's sloppy. It's Newman. They're like, they'll never feel bad for him. That's what they did. That's what, That's what, it what was. they did. If it was anybody else, if it was Idris Elba or Matthew McConaughey. Fuck, if it had been um, Michael Sarah, I'd have mm-hmm. still been, <laughs> <laughs> I'd <have> been like. <laughs> you are now listening to Cult 45. This is Beat'em Down. And I'm Random Randy Savage. Find us on all your podcatching apps like Podbean or Spotify. And follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or just go to www.cult45podcast.com. Also, check out our YouTube for that sweet video content. Cult 45, the only podcast that puts hair on your chest. After these messages, we'll be right back. I have questions. What is a dread style dick? Because I don't know what that means. Two, why do people think Theo Vaughn is funny? I don't know. I, the dude is not funny. John, you're mute. Randy why do people says, watch him at all? I don't care. Randy said I made a new one, less porn talk. We like Thank porn you. Thank you. <laughs> a lot of porn talk. Thank you. In that one. Um, I find it so funny. I find it funny. Like, so I'm just at work and this guy just puts this nine inch thingamajobber directly inside me. And it's just like why I'm listening to them talk shop, basically. Yeah, I don't want to do it all. I don't want to do it all the time. But when they when it, for lack of a better phrase, comes across, I'm entertained. Oh, real quick before we we get, get, there's a couple more comments that came in. So, Rich, did you watch the interview, JD, with Richard? I did. Eric, yeah, I'm sure that that John didn't because because we know how John is, but. He wants to come on the full show and like oh, just do an episode of yeah. yeah, but uh, but you saw the way he talks. How many shades of red would John turn? <laughs> Seventy. 
That's why oh. it would be great. Bring yes. him on. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm not going to make that one. <laughs> you live uh, by the Amish and have become the Amish. Don says half my house got flooded. I'm just respectful. Just, well, that's what I feel like. <laughs> how, how, what happened, Don? Do you live near, I forget. It was a huge like storm lake or something like? oh, that okay. dumped water on us and came and up, it came up through, the, through drain. the drains. Oh, that's uh, the worst. I'm sorry, man. Yeah, it's all brown water. That's not good. He yeah, did say I got all my stuff out. Just it's all just in the garage. That's good. Yeah, don't want to lose any of that stuff. No, cool nerd shit. Uh, oh, Ray yeah. said that's Angela White. She's my queen. I knew. I just knew Ray would know who they were. <laughs> There's a difference between like the person who like occasionally checks out porn and the true porn connoisseur who knows who everybody is and reads their stats like it's baseball season. He had a split. He has a split level. The bottom level is finished. That's where his office and bedroom are. His wife and him are sleeping in the dining room until Damn. the basement gets refinished. Damn. Yeah, one of my best friends had a split level for years, and yeah, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> Ray says she's top tier. <laughs> I didn't say that. I I believe you, but it just makes me laugh. Oh, Randy, of course, also knows who the, who's who in the porn <laughs> world. I'm not surprised by this at all. Drew's torn. He wants to watch, uh, listen to the fish guy. So the fish guy interviewed Ric Flair a couple weeks ago, Drew. Check that out. It was a complete disaster. You probably find it entertaining. She's the wonder woman. I'm not reading that one. Even I find that to be a bit much. No. Hey. Oh, okay. Uh, thank, wow. The fact he's amazing. A dread is a guy. Guy figured that. His hammer is four, 14 inches. Not kidding. 14 <laughs> inches. That's a sword. It is. It's a, it's a small derringer. Like uh, he, he is a samurai wielding that thing at that his point. His videos, the ladies seem to think it was junk as like the aggro crag uh, Nickelodeon guts. Oh my Sweet god. Sweet Jesus. I cannot believe I just read that out loud. <laughs> More of a challenge than anything. Uh, fair. I'm. I don't know, Drew, how you find this dread guy, but go look for him. I mean, oh, no, no, I think Drew's talking about Theo Vaughn. Oh, 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 yeah, YouTube. you're right. <laughs> YouTube, brother, Theo Vaughn, do a search. I don't find him funny, but I know a lot of people that do. And I, would know, I didn't know who he was until Randy started putting him in, in our commercials. But I know a lot of people think he's funny. I'm not, I'm not of those people. Theo Vaughn, there you go. Just search that name, Drew. Or is it dread? You search either one. I'm sure you'll find him. Hey, it depends on what you're into. Yeah, exactly. Far be it from me. King shame anyone. No, except, no, except John, because yeah, that's no, our job. <laughs> there's no kink to shame. <laughs> All right, let's get to some news. <laughs> All right, we had talked about this a little while ago, but the actual full trailer came out for Godzilla minus one. Did you, I'm sure John watched it because he's the one that brought us to my attention. Did you get a chance to watch it, JD? I did. What did you think? Love it. Think it looks great. Can't wait. Why yeah. the minus one? Why the minus one? Please. Well, not a nobody really knows yet it's they're saying that there might be a second godzilla or something in there this happens just after the nuclear bombs the, the hiroshima and stuff anyway it's going to be interesting having this a real toho godzilla running at the same time as the legendary godzilla in, in well, the states there's Is always the, been room for multiple godzillas and yeah and we've got was it king kong x godzilla coming out king kong x versus, godzilla king yeah, kong King, they're apparently divorcing or something in this one. I don't know. King Kong X Godzilla. Godzilla might. Oh my God, they're giving us algebra. <laughs> yeah. No. It's King, Godzilla X Kong, the new empire. 
It's slated for 2024, but I'm betting it's going to slip because of all like that more and more strikes are happening. So why are titles so there's strikes are a thing that that unless the David Zazlis in the world open up, we're going to learn to live with for a while. Hmm. Classy. He missed all the porn talk. Did his run (laughs) with his run stoppable avia. I'm not a Godzilla fan per se. Not I didn't watch the Japanese ones. Oh, they're fun. uh, I love them. Oh, yeah. Shin Godzilla is probably one of the best. But yeah. they can't make a second one because they made him too powerful. Didn't he die? He didn't he die at the end of Shin Godzilla? No, he didn't die. He was just frozen. Ah, he yes, just, that's right. He was just frozen, and if he unfroze, that would be the end of the world because he was he his. He was going nuclear, right? It was going nuclear, but the problem was that he was like the thing. John Carpenter's the thing. He was growing smaller part, smaller versions of himself off of his tail. Much like, like John Carpenter in real life. Yeah, he was just going. He was just going to take over the planet just by. Asexual reproduction, basically. <laughs> Completely no sold my joke. The chat yep. is killing nope. me. I'm just... <laughs> my God. And this is a uh, This is even our normal night. I know. I'm not drunk enough. Wait around for a while. Yeah, that was good. Classic. Pacific that Rim was, is my they, favorite Godzilla movie. Yeah, Pacific Rim was amazing. That's like everything you want in a giant kaiju film. Giant robots and one of them swinging a tanker like a club. It was. Does, it, does it any of them have a dread? It's not a sniper. <laughs> I've heard that line. In <laughs> oh my god! What's this, next? This At this my... point, the kaiju have his rock. Have this rock. Oh yeah, Ray. That's depressing. All right. When it comes out, so I mean, you know. we need to get Ray back on the show too. I need his level of cynicism and depression to bring us all down. The guy. Who, okay, move on. On Tarkin. No, not Tarkin. What's his name from Mandalorian? Ron. Esposito. What's his? What's the actor's name? Esposito. Uh, oh, Gene Carlo. Esposito. Gene Carlo. Yeah, that's it. I, I didn't know how to pronounce that's it. So I was cool. trying to make one of you do it for me. Has come out and said he is possibly joining the DCU. So this Star Wars before, versus the DCU. Okay. Before the strike, he had sat down that. with me too. He, he sat down with James Gunn and had had discuss, had talks with him about joining, and obviously didn't reveal anything about what he's going to be playing. But uh, this was in an interview he did at a Comic-Con in Brazil, but has said that uh, he won't say anything. However, he would much prefer to play a hero than a villain. Probably so. he just got done playing one in Star Wars. I could see. Yeah. I think he always plays villains, come to think of it. Okay, if you're casting Giancarlo Esposito in the DCU, who are you going with? That's my, that was my, going to be my question. Who do we see him as? And as a hero? I got one. Yeah, for he's you. a little bit old, right? It's hard to. He's older. But it's not impossible. I got one for you. Martian Manhunter. That would work. Yeah. He could be John Jones. That would work. Because he could shape shift when he had to fight, right? Yeah. Could you do him as flag? I don't think so. I don't think he's right for flag. I think I the just... age is I think the age is a thing. I don't I look at Giancarlo Esposito and I don't see Rick Flag. Like a man of action kind of guy. That's not him. Ray says Dr. Fate. Dr. Fate would be interesting. I really want him to keep Pierce Brodson as Dr. Fate. I really like that. I'm gonna say Martian Manhunter. Yeah. I can't JD think of anybody of else. Chaos like, is a dangerous thing. This is true, Ray. I miss having you around. Man, he'd uh, be a good Luthor. I would agree. Don says, Luthor. yeah, Luthor. But he doesn't want to be a heel. He wants to be a baby face. So, sorry, yeah. wrestling lingo. Yeah, my vote is for Martian Manhunter. Everyone has talked to James Gunn. Sure is right. He's Dude, 65, how many... though. He is older than I thought. Man. <clears throat> yeah, Dude, he's James, 65. James Gunn never has lunch alone. No, this, he just goes this, to his Rolodex and said, hey, has person... more, yeah, this motherfucker has more meetings and is trying to get more people into the DCU, which good for you him. You cast him when you want the villains to be loved, says Don. That's not a bad point. Yeah, that's um, 
That's, that's about right. Okay. Yeah. That's right. How about um, Alfred? That's not a hero. I'm sure he would like to do something. He said good guy. I don't know. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, Alfred, um, Alfred in the Poison Ivy series is badass, but... Fair. Uh, trying to make I like more. mine. I like mine. The if I, he would be fine. As well. Actually, he would be fine in that role. I'd like to see him do something a little bit about that. What uh, Kassan says... And you guys hear what Gunn said about Batman 89 in the Dark Knight series. He crapped on them. No, I didn't hear. I did not. Say. I don't know how you can crap on the Dark Knight movies. They're phenomenal. Or even Batman 89. That was like... Eh, it's crappable. I love it, but it's crappable. Well, 80, nah, 89 was... It's, it was a product of its time. It's a product of for, its time. For the time, it was good. Correct. The next, the, the next one was was... Okay, and then after like, that, they're very grabbable. Yeah, no matter what year you. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think that for I think you either like forever or you like returns. And I don't know many people that like both. So you into the artsy stuff, or you into the over the yeah, top? And then by the time you get to Batman and Robin, it's it's Seppuku again. Yeah, which is why he should be Magneto. Oh, yeah, that's Ooh, that's, that's be a brought up before, and I've said that he if you're going to you're going to modernize X Men, you make it uh, Magneto a civil rights character uh, I think from the sixties. Yeah, See, that's right. I don't, I, don't, I don't like that because I think part of the I think part of what makes Magneto specialist is Jewishness, and I think taking that away from him takes away a part of what's made that character special and interesting. Are you saying there's no black Jewish men? No, no, but I, there's no black Jewish men that were in the Holocaust. Yeah. I, I get what you mean because that is such a heavy weight for somebody to it have is. on them that it explains his pathology. It really does, and, and the, but it's other, getting but it's getting it's harder getting harder because. They, they're, yeah, they're, they don't age, but they don't age. You, you can get away from that by being a mutant. True. Like we have Wolverine. Yeah. Wolverine was in like the Revolutionary War or some shit like that. Yeah. So you can get away from it. I just think like, there's few like Captain America should always be tied to World War II, right? I don't think. Well, that's easy Cap- though because he gets a time skip. Yeah, free time exactly. Skip. He does get that, but that's like, true. Like part of Captain America's DNA is World War II, and I yeah. think that by the same token, the Holocaust is a big part of Magneto's. DNA, and I think that the like what Chris Claremont did was really like steering into something to like a really dark chapter in history, in a way that a lot of comics weren't doing in the era. Classy agrees with me that big be the Martian Manhunter, mm. and Ray and Randy says Batman is influential but crap. Yeah, I, I agree. I don't know if it's crap, but I said it's crap a bowl. I don't know. I guess maybe if he didn't grow up in in like when we were kids, and I was on the younger side from them, but like that was a that was an important movie. Kassan says this whole act, Magneto's whole act is an analog to the whole X-Men struggle. Yeah, it's exactly what it is, which is why it really, and this why First Class is a pretty good movie. It's not perfect, but the stuff with Magneto and Professor Xavier is awesome, especially Magneto going, like, hunting down not escaped Nazis in Brazil. That is, the whole movie could have been that, and that have been totally yeah. cool with it. The only problem with that was Darwin. Don says if you if the Holocaust is his background, they need to de-age him. Yeah, either de-age him or do the time skips. Like John said, you don't you age differently when you're a mutant. They have to do it anyway. And then Drew says, I was just thinking that, Dave. Magneto was defined by man's atrocities created against man. What will they do to those is actually different? Yeah, it's yeah. I'm not saying it couldn't work. If they ever rebooted the X-Men, I think that would work fine. But if you're gonna go with the straight up MCU version, I think the Holocaust and I also don't want us to forget about the Holocaust, right? The, law, yeah, the further yeah, we, we get should. away from, yeah, the further away we get from the Holocaust, like the less people talk about it because it's not. Oddly, yeah. You know? Oddly, the people that believe that magnetism would be a reason for him not to age also don't believe in the Holocaust. So, what? 
People that believe magnetism helps you not age. You ever see those ads for the magnetic? Oh, yeah, they were. The, the, yeah, okay. the people that yeah. believe in that don't believe in the Holocaust. So, gonna, like, it's you could explain that magnetism keeps. I'm going to let that lie. <laughs> Who was the JF cameo in X Men First Class? Was there a JFK cameo? There uh, might. I don't think they actually show because it like ties into the Cuban Missile Crisis. Right. Yeah. I don't remember if they actually show Kennedy or not. I can't remember. I've only seen that movie once, so details like that would not stick. I have to watch something like two or three times before I pick up on stuff like that. I don't remember. All right. I don't know. I don't know. We, we, we got off track, though. Uh, we're way we, off track. Because we were talking about him in DC, not Marvel and making him Magneto. We're, talking about, we're still talking about Giancarlo Esposito. Wow. Yeah. And but, yeah, we're uh, finished talking about him, I think. I still say Martian Manhunter. I'm going to stick with that one. All right. I, I, won't I, disagree. I won't disagree with you, but it'd be an interesting take on Martian Manhunter, making him a little older. Yeah. Didn't Martian. they say Magneto assassinated JFK? And curve the bullet. I do think they said that in one oh, of the movies. Yeah. That was so. they might have said that in Days of Fu- not first class, but Days of Future Past, because that takes place in the seventies. Yeah, and that was after. Because remember, um, first class takes place during the Cuban Missile Crisis, yeah. which is a good six months before Kennedy dies. Hmm. Something, something, like that. something like that. So or whatever. All right, all right. Let's move along then. Um, Moving right along. Since we got sucked into Marvel, let's stay in Marvel. Elizabeth Olsen has announced that she is planning to move on from Marvel. So she, she didn't survive that thing. That, she that said there's no longevity in playing one character, which She's Kelsey Grammer greatly disagreed with. Just him. Uh, just him, yeah. Uh, Frasier premieres next month, by the way, on Paramount. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God, not again. In future past, yes, Logan had to get Eric out because he was... Yeah. Because that was his crime. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about uh, that. So, so yeah, what do you I, think about that? Now, granted, everything's on hold right now, and people can say whatever they want. And until Disney backs up a dump truck full of money on their phone. Yeah, I don't think she liked. <clears throat> I think she got this really good character, and I've heard this, and I like this, but I get her criticism. I don't think she liked Sam Raimi's Multiverse of Madness because she got this big wide character arc and wanted it, and then yeah. by the time you get to Multiverse of Madness, she's a cackling villain for most of it. And she does a great job in the role, and it follows the Scarlet Witch arc from the comics. But I can get as an actor, and then not hearing where they're going, I can see her going, you know what? Fuck this. I don't need it. So the next part would be her redemption arc, right? It, it would be, but is that actually the plan right now? I'm not sure. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows what the plans are right now? What's up with the White Vision? We haven't seen him since WandaVision. There's a lot of pieces on the table that aren't getting played with right now. I saw an interesting video where they were talking about the current Marvel phase and like the issues with it and said one of the problems is not so much the pe- not so much superhero fatigue with this phase which I do think I honestly think that is something that's going on but the connective tissue is missing in this phase it really is yeah and and how he explained connective to tissue this this was screen crush I believe it was really good in the sense of they just put easter eggs in the movies and the fans created the connective tissue in their mind. Which they do a lot, yeah. But they're, they, we're guilty. All, all of that is missing in this phase, so you don't know what... You'd feel like you don't know what's going on. Even I'm not thinking that Mephisto's going to show up anymore. I mean... I'm bummed about that. Kassan says... Didn't she complain whenever the she didn't complain whenever the dumb Trump unloaded the mouse bucks? As soon as she becomes uncertain about her role, she doesn't want to be typecast as Scarlet Witch. That's part of it, too. And she's also... 34 like you think a lot differently about yourself at 34 than you did at 25 
right? Because yeah. like you start like she's in the phase of her career where she's getting like real acting parts, right? Plessy says um, we'll see Wanda in 2025 or 2026, probably. If she I, wants to, like, yeah. look at this. Chris Evans walked away. Robert Downey Jr. walked away. Like actors, a lot of them don't want to do the same stuff over and over because they look at someone like Bella Lugosi, who did a. Now this is a serious thing. Bella Lugosi did a career-defining performance and a, a genre-defining performance as Count Dracula, and never escaped it. Yeah, he well, was yeah, a vampire but, for the rest of his life. He didn't want to do that, and the man was actually a good actor. But it's di- different times now. Like lots of actors can be in. Is it? Like it doesn't. It, if you are such, if you are so a part of one character, audiences and casting people have a hard time seeing you away from that. Yeah, right. I mean, well, casting's a real thing, and for women especially, because women don't yield the power in Hollywood that men do. I also think it's true. Inter- it's yeah. I think part of the problem too is you're in the Marvel movies, you're in the biggest movies out there, and then you go do other projects. And I think Mark Ruffio is a great example. He does a lot of smaller independent films he's a great oh, actor he's amazing yeah great but actor. the thing is those movies will Begin never again, be as big as the marvel seen. movies to get into bigger movies you're typecast as bruce banner the hulk but to be fair he also had a big he also was a star coming in elizabeth olsen was just because olsen the other olsen sister on the come up right and she got a lot of attention for some of her early work but the marvel movies made her a star mark ruffalo was a star Robert Downey Jr. was a star for decades. This happened. Yeah, she's been in a she lot of other was. stuff. So, she has been in a lot of other stuff, but she's a star because of Marvel, right? Uh, and, I think, and I don't think she liked the character work because it wasn't. It was. De- you can't say that her character arc in WandaVision matched where they put her in Multiverse of Madness. No, right? no, they've been really screwing up lately. Which okay, is, which is why a lot of people have. Randy's got a good quote here because George Reeves died playing Superman. He literally committed suicide. Name me another Daniel Radcliffe movie. He was in Horns by Joe Hill, sir. And nobody watched that but me. The Al Yankovic story, weird. Weird. He wasn't weird, Al Yankovic. But like he's, and he uh, was good in that. He's and a good actor, but he's Harry Miracle Potter. Workers, the TV show on uh, uh and it's, it's really good. So yeah, he's been in, a, in quite a few things. So, but he's Harry Potter. Yeah. But that's typecasting is a real thing, man. Look at Michael Keaton and Keanu Reeves, right? But Michael Keaton didn't work for what movies did Michael Keaton make between Multiplicity and Birdman? I know, but he finally broke through. And, but it took. I mean, but I, look, think about I that, know. man. That's twenty years. We did not get a lot of Michael Keaton. Wasn't he in Sin mm-hmm. City? Wasn't who in Sin City? Who are we talking about? He was talking about Dan Radcliffe, but that was Elijah Wood. Not, uh, yeah, it's Elijah Wood. Yeah. yeah. Typecasting is a real thing. It happens. Yeah. I saw Horn. It was good and Guns Akimbo. Guns Akimbo. Guns Akimbo. Yeah. He does. Daniel Radcliffe has done a lot. And I think that he's got enough money where he can do whatever he wants to do. Right. But it's not like he's had this career where he's Tom Cruise, right? Who gets to have multiple. Yeah. Tom Cruise got to have multiple arcs in his career. He got to be the young, handsome guy. He got to be the serious actor. Now he's the lunatic movie star. He's a lunatic action hero, I should say. Because Tom yeah. Cruise got to have multiple acts dustin hoffman got to have multiple acts in his career robert downey jr got to have multiple acts in his career right yeah. where he was again the brat pack kid the junkie the the guy who couldn't keep a job and then he was the guy on the comeback and then he got to be the one of the biggest stars in the world right like a lot of women don't get that out those opportunities though. <laughs> nice true <You> know? <laughs> and what aren't the same person which one played shia labeouf shia labeouf <laughs> is an ai 
he was that's, created that's a by mannequin Sony. That, that they're really just good at manipulating. She should have said something about her character development. During the filming seasons, actors often have input on and their scripts. Are you unfamiliar with Marvel, sir? They're notorious for shut up and do what we say. Pretty much. And they could take your notes and then don't this no, this is this especially it's the director's job is to go, no, this is where we're going. Yeah. In fact, they have a Marvel method for making their shows and movies, which is they just start filming without a complete script and they change stuff on the fly. So, Constantly. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think we so, know that one. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, and that this was her first big role, so it's going to be hard for her to break out of it, I think. Yeah, except that look at the range that she showed. She's great. We're not saying, we're not denying she's not a good actor. But you got to look at, but you got to, it could have been filmed one way and edited another. There's a million things that could have been done too in these movies. Yeah. We don't know. But I think about being a young woman in Hollywood is a lot of times these women, their careers peak in their 30s. She's 33, 34, 34. right now, yeah. 34. Like there's not a ton of lead actresses that get work into their 40s. Right. That's just mm-hmm. Hollywood. And it's remarkably unfair. I want the DC Deathmatch. Yeah, let's move on. All right. All right. Last article of the week. Agatha, X-Men 97, and Echo are all delayed. No surprise there. Yeah, no shit. But here's the thing. I saw something, but I couldn't confirm it. I saw it on one site. There are rumors floating around that they might cancel those shows. It's possible. Because, like, Agatha, they really haven't started filming yet. I don't know where they are with the the X-Men 97 stuff. Echo, I think they were already reshooting because of her. I don't think they've even shining. I know they changed the title like three or four times. Yeah, Yeah. I heard bad things about Echo. She can also go back to a couple of rom-coms. Because she will warp reality back into Marvel. Well, okay, here's the problem, too, with the rom-coms. There's not as much money in rom-coms as there used to be because rom-coms don't get the wide releases. Um, They're they're putting out this Meg Ryan movie, right, with her and I forget who else, that they're older. And it's really a gamble to see if people will go to see a rom-com at the theaters with actors in their 50s and 60s. So it's just not like the economics of Hollywood are so different than they were just a decade ago. Uh, Echo is done. They're dumping in November, December in one shot. Oh, okay, cool. Interesting. Okay. I have no interest in Echo. So, yeah, but there was there, there was just because they had said they wanted to cut back on some of the content that and they were spreading themselves thin. I'm sure that was also talk because of the strike and they're not making stuff right now. So we'll see. Ain't doing nothing. No, nope. yeah. a lot of nothing being done in Hollywood. Literally right everybody involved with Hollywood is on strike right now. Probably Not the directors. They reached a deal. The DGA reached a deal. Did they really? Oh, yeah. Before before all this started, the DGA got a deal. So directors are above that line where you get the golden parachute yeah. like that? Because just... I wants to know, is Agatha a key character in Marvel? In the comics? No, not really. No, like not she, really. She shows up every once in a while. Every once in a while. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's. Uh, we're going to have to make Drew happy. So we'll take a quick commercial break and we'll get back right did with, dave find a new commercial let's find with it. our main topic long before i was born he came as the spearhead of an alien invasion this world will fall like all the others we have families why does everyone keep telling me that there are enemies coming from far away i need warriors Just like a bat. You really are out of your mind. I'm not the one who brought a pitchfork. It's on him. I don't recognize this world. 
We don't have to recognize it. We just have to save it. Ride ain't over yet. My man! After these messages, we'll be right back. Oh, there was so much hope back then. I was just gonna say, that's a shitty looking trailer, man. Uh. <laughs> and they make good, and he makes good trailers. And it was... No, that's okay. No, that's not Snyder. That was Whedon. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, not really. She spends most of her run as a ghost. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Agatha Harkness. Kassan says a Marvel executive said they wanted to focus more on quality instead of quantity. Quality instead of quality. I think you mean quality instead of quantity. I think that's more telling about the fate of these releases. Uh, yeah, because mm. I think they all just churned out because they, I think they got comfortable. I think they really thought that yeah. they could just put out, like, that what they do is good and they released some poopy. I thought it was going to be an 80s Transformers commercial. I was wondering what we were going to do. And then Mayo's like, oh, this makes perfect sense. We're about to talk Justice League. Yes. An Echo show was would rock if they could make her more a mutant like in the comics. Yeah. I think they need the mutants, to be honest with you, man. I think they got a little cocky thinking we can make any B-list character we have special. If, if your name isn't James Gunn, that's just not really happening. I mean, like, all about the to- hate, I really like the Justice League director's cut. I'm assuming he means the Snyder cut. The Snyder cut? And then I it we was, didn't hate it, it with, but we it didn't like better. women sniffing Aquaman. That was weird. That was weird. Uh, There's a lot about the movie we didn't like, but we didn't shit on it as much as we expect. I was not I excited for Justice again. League at all. Batman v Superman killed it for me. Mm. For, for everybody. Ditto. Like, Ditto. That's, that's what did it for everybody. <laughs> I was off after Man of Steel. Like, yeah, me too. I hate I didn't like that too. I had no hope. Going, I didn't have no hope because I thought the trailer looked good. I remember I found a Facebook comment from a couple years ago. It's and this trailer looks good. <clears throat> And sure enough, the trailer did look good. And then we're doing things about people urinating into peach tree, into tea, and like, it was just it was bad. Why did you say that movie. name? Whatever. Zack Snyder thought he was so fucking smart. His name's Martha. His mother's name is Martha. Oh my God, they're both Marthas. And the rest of the so comic pr- reading world was no so shit. Proud. He was, he so was. Proud to give. He was to really give proud of everything that. in one one movie. You got the, right. the Superman. You got Batman v Superman. You got all this stuff in one movie. Six movies. Ignore, yeah, crammed in ignoring one. the fact that that all basically it yeah putting them all in one movie makes the whole thing suck. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> My hope was that Snyder was back during an Injustice universe. That's what he I is thought the at first. Universe. He was back during DC. All right. All right. Kassan last week had presented an idea to us. It was a challenge. This is I a challenge about this. Um, I have major doubts about this. So major the idea doubts. was for us to come up with ideas for our Justice League movie, but he presented it as a me versus John and JD is the referee. Because that's what JD likes to do. Stir uh, the pot. <laughs> um, I'm to come up with the heroes. John is to depict the villains. And we we present the motivations. And then there's a three-act structure. And JD gets to throw curveballs at us in between. <laughs> I have very serious misgivings about. It. All right, so how do we want to how do we want to proceed with this? The uh, oh, even WB realized. Sorry, from class. Even WB realized Zack Snyder Justice League in the theaters in 2017. It would have tanked because Batman v Superman the second movie is the DCEU. Shaking my head. Mm-hmm. Okay. But it made like 600 million or 800 million at the box office. It yeah. made money. All right, so the, so the first thing was you were supposed to decide the time frame, JD. Is this pre the uh, Justice League forming or post Justice League forming? I think this is pre Justice League forming. I want an origin story. Yeah. Am I the dungeon master? Yes. 
Oh, we're yeah. shooting blind here because I don't know what the hell's going on. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> here, Did she read the dice. description? I've got some dice up here somewhere. <laughs> I got dice. Um, I got dice for you right here. <laughs> yeah, so I'm supposed to pick villains. Let's get this straight. I'm supposed to pick villains, which I've got a list of villains. I picked um, the heroes. And then I got a Dave list of picks heroes. the heroes. Okay. Dave designs the heroes' motives without the knowledge of what the villains will do. So I like how we're supposed to like. I could pick a couple of villains that are all reality warpers and game over. We're done. <laughs> Aren't you the big D and D guy? Shouldn't you be like excited for this? Who, me? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Watch out for the dread in the dungeon, man. You got to watch well, out for that dread. I, I would, except yeah, 14 inches somewhere you ain't expecting it to go. <sighs> all right. I, I would be excited, except Dungeons and Dragons has I... a whole slew of rule books that all tell you what's possible and what's oh, not. You, you love rule books. <laughs> Let's do this. Let's do this. I'm excited. Let's do this. Right, who's going first? Dave. Look at the, look at the. the all right. Should I just tell you my heroes first and then go for it? Yeah. Dave's more excited about this than John. So then we'll discuss their motivations afterwards. Okay. All right. All right. So of course, let's start off with Batman, Superman and Wonder Woman. Like it isn't Justice League without the three of them, right? Like you got to have them. And then I figured five was a nice round number. Flash and Aquaman, because I didn't want to pull in Green Lantern. I don't like having him in a origin movie without having to explain his complicated origin and same thing with martian manhunter i feel like just bringing him in ruins his his origin so no aliens other than superman <laughs> fair. Fair. why are John. you laughing i'm just like okay the list of bad guys that i have is you want you there's want no five, wrong or... there's no wrong answer i mean just oh, what do you oh, have? oh i assure you sir i can come up with a wrong answer Unless you say Apocalypse and like, Mr. Sinister, like, it'll be fine. They're Marvel. Anti-Monitor, Mix, Mr. Mixless Pitlick, Trigon, Lucifer, Lucifer Morningstar, and Perpetua. You are a jerk. You're dead. <laughs> yeah, but, here, but here's the problem. You have to explain their motivations and why they might be working Drew together. Drew has a good question. Do they all have their own origin movies? I'm going to say yes. Okay. For I am God. And you will John dance. is going to destroy these heroes. JD you forget. is the ref. He can keep I, you in line, John. That's I, I, right. I, true. But you got to remember, I've been a Dungeon Master since 1978. Many, many a character, many a player has tried to use a wish spell and severely regretted it. Flag on the play. <laughs> Delay a game. Continue, <laughs> sir. All right. No. It, 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 yeah. Anti, any one of these guys could lay waste to that team. Yeah, but like, they've all got... Here's something, John. They've all been beaten by the Justice League. So continue. They've all been beaten by the Justice League. And again, they have to have a motivation in what they're doing together. There has to be a plan. Not just randomly pick the five most powerful villains. Why are they working together and what is their plan? So wait, per- Perpetua hates the universe. I'll, I'll just give you Perpetua. There you go. She hates the universe. She, she always wanted the universe to be more... What is it? More combative. She wanted something that would... in in perpetual, perpetually be like conflict in, in perpetuity. In so perpe- you, she was a super celestial sent by the judges of the source to create a multiverse that was teeming with life, but instead wanted to create a vicious reality that would be forever set in a loop of crisis and rebirth. Is this a That's dark and gritty universe? Yes, classy. They're all dark and gritty. It's, uh, it's all we do here. So she selected this ultimate team to perpetually destroy the universe. Good. Go. Next. And, and Lucifer Morf- Morningstar? Oh, hold on, hold on. Yeah, you have to out... John, Kassan says you have to outline their motives, John. What are they doing to threaten Earth? And it has to be true to their character. Yeah. So you Lucifer can't say Mor- perpetu- You can't say Lucifer Morningstar is mad because they don't have Skittles. 
Although I'm well, mad at the NF Skittles. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's only mad because they changed lime and Skittles to green apple. Mm-hmm. Yes. Could take uh, no, more. Loser Morningstar is it, it, he's going against God's creation. And who's he going to team up with? Perpetua, because she wants to destroy God's creation as well. Mixes Pitlick because it's a laugh. Yeah. Mixes Pitlick because it's a laugh. And he wants to destroy the universe because he wants to destroy the universe. Here's what you, okay, here's why you put Mr. Mixes Pitlick on this team, John. I'm going to shadow you for a second. Because he thinks it's going to be a laugh. But he doesn't actually want to beat Superman. No. He wants to challenge Superman. He never wants to actually win. He just wants to have fun. So there's your loophole. There's your loophole. Brainy, what's so is this Lucifer from the Netflix show or the Sandman? No, no, Sandman. It's the same guy. In the comics, it's the same guy. No, it's not the same it, guy. It's... Yes, it is. The, the that's the Lucifer from I see Peter Milligan was the one that Neil, with Alan Moore and Neil Gaiman were using. Same Lucifer. The one that the Lucifer that Morpheus has to sit in hell because he leaves. Same guy. All right, all right, all right. Let me let me try to explain why I picked the character, like where I put the characters in my mind for this their starting points so i went with the older batman uh trope and this batman has a robin because i feel like that's something that has been missing from the movies and it's tim drake oh there goes lucifer so he's already lost a robin so now he's leery about especially trusting other people is this tim drake before we lost before he lost his father or tim drake after he lost his father i remember tim Because Tim was Batman, he was Robin before his parent, before his dad died. So this is before that. He's still enthusiastic. He's excited about other superheroes and possibly teaming up with them. And he's going to be the the in for the audience because he's so new, the new nineties Tim Drake. Yes. Can you, yeah. can you bring up the last comment? Time travel. Yeah. Ta- flash time. Fla- flash time travels in a movie. The only reason I didn't put Reverse Flash in this lineup is because all of these guys are reality warpers and they instantly win anyway. But they never do win. They never do win. Ever. That's the whole thing. Like, they only one of the villains win ever won in the comics. But if they ever tried, hell, you want somebody like Joker. Joker could win. But the idea is we're supposed to be building a movie, so you're going to lose anyway. <laughs> you don't have the, the villains win at the end. So well, Zack Snyder. Even Zack Snyder doesn't have the villains win. <clears throat> Endgame. <laughs> they or Infinity Endgame. War. Sorry. Infinity okay. War. Of course, we have Superman. The last son of Krypton. He's a he has Midwestern morals. Those are a little overrated as a guy from the Midwest, let me tell you. <laughs> True. But he is worried about es- uh, about escalating oh. threats upon the earth. Like in recent times. Yes. Wonder Woman still has hope for humanity, is saddened by man's inhumanity of man. So that's her motivation. Flash, he's only been a hero for a short while, but he's an established hero. And he's already traveled through time and screwed stuff up. So he's nervous about using his powers because Wally West or Barry, I almost said Barry Gordy, Barry Allen. I said, I did Barry Allen. So leave room to killing him. Even just reverse flash could one shot this entire team. And then uh, Aquaman, he is the stubborn King of Atlantis version of Aquaman, strong and stubborn. And uh, he is getting tired of human beings polluting the planet. Did a hand. What? Does he have a hand? Yeah, I didn't do the water okay. hand thing. So the hook hand is cool though. Yeah, the hook, the harpoon, harpoon. Arr. Okay, Kassan says that's not true, Dave. You have to convince JD that your characters make the right choices to overcome villains, as laid out by John. Yeah, but John's just gonna sit there and say they warp reality. I'm done. 
JD is the okay. rep and judge. Okay, oh, yeah. okay hmm. look. I like look. this power. I like this Bat- power. <laughs> yeah. Look, villains that could one-shot your entire team. Reverse Flash. Blackbriar Thorn. Eclipso. Superboy Prime. Eclipso had one miniseries, and it sucked. Come on. Yes, Maybe but Eclipso, Drusa, Eclip- Drusa but Eclipso can, can mind control anybody, including Superman. Clarion the Witch Boy. Dr. Destiny. Gentleman Jim Craddock. The Gentleman Ghost. Robles are. So John went to a page of the most powerful DC villains, and he's just reading them. And, exactly I, and so I'm going to win because I'm picking the most powerful villains. So, so Drew says, maybe John can create a plot so great it will make us ponder with a grim ending. But I'm really interested in Day's premise so far. Wow me, baby. JD has the power of the curveball. He could do something or throw John off this path. The one of all. I, I, I already <laughs> did. I already did. Mr. Mixia Spitlick actually doesn't want this to happen, but he's playing the game. For pure entertainment purposes. So basically what I'm saying is that's my act one is setting up the characters in their. What, okay. What's our inciting incident? Though? Well, I, we, that's, can't have that's, an act, we can't have an act one until we have an inciting incident. What gets, what gets us on said journey? Tri- Trigon shows up. And does what? Be- because the very first thing he's going to do is try to take out anybody that w- that had anything to do with his daughter. So why is he taking the Justice League? So he takes Robin. Yeah. Cause uh, Teen Titans. Trick question. Okay. This is why it's even better. Cause it's not that Robin. That, not that Robin, but but he doesn't know that. that. But attacks Teen Titans. We don't have the Teen Titans. This is not a Teen Titans that... story, sir. This is no, a no, no, Justice no. League story, right? And we so have Nightwing, Tim Drake, Robin, so not uh, atta- attacks Teen Titans. Nightwing calls Batman, says, "Yo, dude, we're out of our." We own. don't have Nightwing. No, I'm throwing a flag 15 yards. <laughs> we don't have a Nightwing. Dave established that our Robin in this story is Tim Drake. Okay. We have a red you see in the distance a tower that used to be shaped like a T is now a smoking 60 yard crater. A giant um, dread, if you will. Continue. And and Trigon standing. We didn't, we didn't establish that the Teen Titans even existed in this universe. That's right. Okay. Well, they, they, they don't yards. anymore. If they did, they don't now. I'm not letting you destroy the Teen Titans, sir. Find something else. Trigon shows movie. up and starts wrecking shit. That's. That's Dick Grayson Batman. No, 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 Dave, rule- Dave did not say Dick Grayson Batman. Dave said Bruce Wayne Batman. Yes. Okay. Yes, because he already lost Jason Todd. Jason Todd. Right. Okay. But Trigon shows up. He's still going to show up direction. (laughs) Showing Rob back. Tread. (laughs) Sorry. I'm back. Continue. He shows up. There's no Teen Titans. So now what's he do? (laughs) He just goes after after the one Robin that he sees. That works. Well, he's also one of the old gods, and he's been beaten before by this planet. So he doesn't want this planet to be anymore. So he's put us. So he's put our team together, not Perpetua. Perpetua is just trying to destroy anything anyway, and he's the so, first vanguard. Who, but who put this team together? Yeah, Perpetua. She's the brains behind everything. So she, but she starts with what's his nuts? Trigon. Trigon. Yeah. But there's you no time. So, so he because, goes after the one Robin he does see, which sure. puts him in a conflict with Batman. Right. And I'll allow it. Okay. You are playing a DM very well. Yeah. Thank you. I'm a dickhead. That's what I find that that's what <laughs> you really need to be. Like I said, you are playing a DM yes. very well. <laughs> what is John went too far, too deep, and he can't connect to the heroes. Yeah. Because <laughs> John was being, fine, I'll pick all the guys who are God, and then they're going to be stuck. Fortunately, these are the gods amongst Earth. Dave, what's the next part? I don't even remember. <laughs> All right, so he attacks. There's your inciting incident. The question is, what happens? Okay, 
So when I see this, is Trigon attacks Robin's like, oh shit. And then Batman's like, this is Robin. And then Batman's like, okay, we need help. Now where do we go? <laughs> he went full on Tim Burton. <laughs> Which one of us went full Tim Burton? Me or John? I can't even tell. John, John. He's more interested in the villains than the heroes. All right. Ah, yes. So yeah. Batman have always been more interesting than heroes in, in most situations. Batman most in typical fashion would go back and go, okay, what do I need to defeat this person? Try God. <laughs> so we have a demon. So, of course, if you have a demon brought to you, who would you go to first? A mythological creature of sorts. So who would uh, Wonder Woman turn to? Yes, he would turn to Wonder Woman. So, yes, he turns to Wonder Woman and uh, and asks her for help. And then what so then, um, And then you. she's a smoking creature. She's smoking. I'll give her that. But no, don't and don't refer to Wonder Woman. Like, is, never mind. Ooh, there's uh, no Constantine. There's no Constantine. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a great answer. But you would be right. Constantine would be the only real counter here for the planet Earth. The Teen uh, Titans have defeated Trigon, so I don't really think he got his ass whooped by kids. A, a, a much I teach, I teach high schoolers. Trigon. They can't figure out how to turn on their computers. Ever. They always had some plot contrivance to make him less powerful. You know, John. Whenever your guys are losing, it's a plot contrivance. Oh my God! I can't help but Oh my that. Lucifer! Okay, so what happens now? Batman goes to one woman and says, "Boo boo." What are we talking about? I guess knowing Batman, he goes and asks if she has any information about this demon because she's a god. One woman does not have information about this demon, so they have to go somewhere else. Uh, trying to think. I don't, I don't now know. somebody else attacks John who? At this point, it would probably be the Anti-Monitor. The Anti-Monitor, anti-monitor. is what you're going to go with in your second move in this game. <laughs> Either that or Rogelzar. Rogelzar hates the Kryptonians. He yeah, battled Superman, Zod, like, and John Kent at the same time. To a if John stand. didn't, if John isn't playing this game under threat of protest, yes. If John actually picked villains he liked and could figure and understood the characters and their motivations instead of just, oh, this is what the website says that that <laughs> our, our senior antagonist acquisition specialist is living up to his billing tonight. <laughs> hey. I didn't bring in Superboy Prime. He brought in the anti-monitor. Who can destroy all of reality, so what's the point? You said villains versus superheroes. I brought the A-game. You have him batting second in your lineup, sir. (laughs) He's just trying to advance a Who'd you bring? You brought Robin. (laughs) Nice try, Jackass. Next time, bring your A-game. Come on. This would work better with Dave versus JD and John DMing. Yeah. I'm not... (laughs) This is what I was who, saying. Though. It's like who? What writer like, in Hollywood who was writing their first Justice League movie bring in all of those villains for the Justice did League? You did see you see Zack Snyder's Justice plot? League? You, yeah, that's true. <laughs> they brought Steppenwolf and Darkseid, and all the gods were in a. Flashback. And the new gods. They brought out the yeah. new gods in Act One. Zeus was in there. All the new and old gods. Yep. Yeah, and they didn't need Constantine to defeat them. <laughs> See, no, Constantine or Zatanna would be the traps. two that I would go to to try and beat this. Oh, okay. Wait, because Kassan's going to be a ruling. JD, you have the curveball of having the villains work against each other. That's what I did. I said that with uh, Mixie Spitlick. Mixie Spitlick, Spitlick right. is there just to cause trouble. But John is bringing in the anti-monitor to derail this game immediately. And I said, okay, good point. That's I get what he's trying to tell me to do. Mr. Mixie Spitlick is working with them, but he accidentally put the anti-monitor in timeout of some sort. The bleed. Oh, the bleed. Okay. Yeah, not the so white. Cool. Not the. No, he's in the bleed. He's stuck. Because he wouldn't want. He wouldn't want these villains to destroy the earth. No, not before they've even gotten Superman in the game yet. Batman, Wonder Woman, and Robin, 
And so they've been derailed by the anti-monitor who just disappeared because you don't know why. We just know that he has. So who do they go to next, Dave? Hmm. <sighs> who do they go to next? Trigon just took out Central City. I guess they go to Soups. Well, I would have gone to the Flash. He just trashed his hometown. But continue. Oh wait, did he? I didn't, I didn't hear. What, I didn't hear who. I didn't hear that. I'm sorry. He said he just destroyed Central City. Even though he said he's off for the Teen Titans, why he was in Central City, I don't know. But that's what John's doing with his evil villains. All right, all right. So now I changed my vote. I changed. I changed my. Why I think yes, obviously you would bring the Flash in at that point. Who? Uh, let's see. And then of course the Flash would have to keep Trigon busy while someone. So who's working with Trigon now, John? Lucifer Morningstar. Lucifer Morningstar. Sticking, we're sticking with five, right? We're sticking with five. Okay. Uh, Flash and Star Labs get some class in Cisco science. I don't think they have a god-slaying doohickey. Yeah, uh, they always can create a god-slaying do. doohickey. Yeah, they Reed always do. made a career out of it. <clears throat> yeah. All right, so someone who's showing up to help Trigon now, John? Well, oh, Lucifer Morningstar. Lucifer, Lucifer Morningstar shows up because there's only one of him in the multiverse, which and which means he knew when Mixes Pitlick threw the anti-monitor into timeout. He felt that. Yeah, but it was just, he interpreted it as gas. Oh, my God. This is not turning out how you thought. Was. No, I'm sure we've done nothing but disappoint Cassandra I, I'm, right now. I, I, I apologize, Cassandra. I mean, like, this is just a lark now, but I just, I I know what you're going for, Cassandra. John, John refuses to play ball. But it's, no, I'm playing ball seriously. That's the point, right? You said bring villains to, and, and, you're go, and we're going to go against each other and see who wins to win i didn't think about this as winning versus losing i thought about this as putting together story. making a good story which i thought you know you bring in some of the heroes arch enemies who want to team up to defeat the heroes because they were always defeating them but Joker... here's the problem here's the problem trigon is the lord of demons in one realm lucifer morning stars lord of demons in another <clears throat> lucifer is trying to one-up trigon and now they don't like each other and now they're fighting each other I can play too. <laughs> okay. While that's Dave, happening, Mixes Dave, Pitlick is, is your No, no, Superman. it's not your turn. It's Dave's okay. turn. Okay. Dave? Oh, and True Randy. Yeah. <laughs> most D games. Yeah. Most D games, the, the, the Dungeon Master's plan lasts about 5.6 seconds and then everything goes off the rails. Oh, it's an episode of Superhero Speak. Oh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and then the alcohol comes out. Kassan says the aim is for a good story. Or way past that. With someone with their motivation making their team make proper choices. <laughs> a great idea in theory derailed mere seconds into this challenge. Gentlemen, we Nor fit. Normally a D&D &D game, normally a Dungeon Master's plot line lasts about as long as it takes for the you can't have You can't I, have plot contrivances when you have no plot. We bring in the super cat. She can destroy Freaky. all demons. <laughs> Freaky. That was a cute cat, by the way. No, seriously, really, though, honestly. <laughs> blind justice. Justice is blind. Justice is blind. Honestly, yes, how did completely. anybody ever defeat Trigon? Because, like... I feel like we should have Because these are before. stories, and they have the heroes have to overcome stakes. I know, but... It, oh, here's the thing I, I was... I, I wanted to talk to you... I wanted to tell you, Dave, um, which I held on to before we started. And Kassan, you, this may be interesting. Like... I watch a lot of uh, Rooster Teeth Death Battle, right? Death Battle is a YouTube show that's been on for a decade. We're uh -huh. over a decade now. So here's the thing. Every time they bring in a DC or Marvel character, 
They're like, this DC character moves in Planck time. This DC character can travel the entire universe in 3.5 seconds, blah, 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 blah. It's like, it gets to the point where there's no challenge because there's, they do everything. Like, how do you respond to somebody who moves in Planck time? It, it just, it, that's. Aquaman it's, moves in Plankton. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. That Thank was, you. Oh, that was beautiful. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, seriously. This, this is a disaster of an episode. It is, it is a disaster. We have, yeah. we have completely but, fucked this up beyond repair. But that's We'll have problem, to try right? this again in every a different time, way. I, I know. I'll, I'll think about it. But the, the, the thing is, like, every, uh, like, De- Death Battle does their research. And so they go through the yes, comics and they find out what some all, people. all the power. <laughs> but at what point, how do you, it's hard to make a real storyline with characters that each have a power that could destroy each other instantaneously. They do it every month in Marvel and DC. They've been doing it for 60-some years. I know, but Reverse Flash could have killed, like, all of the Avengers, maybe except for Thor, giving him a little bit of a problem as he, you know... We weren't even in the same universe. Oh, that's true. But, no, seriously, Reverse Flash could have killed the, the entire Justice League with the exception of maybe Plastic Man and Superman and... But you got to think about it. He can move fast enough to do the infinite mass punch. Basically, he can atomize literally everybody, including Wonder Woman, on this. It, it, it just, but you also have how to, do you, you, ma- have how do you to, make a story out of that? But you sit there and say the infinite mass punch, but at the same time, you have to then ask, what is the invulnerability level of Superman and Wonder Woman? That's why I'm saying, like, Superman might give him a, a problem until he races over while Superman is still standing still because Superman isn't as fast as the Flash people and sticks, like, a, I don't know, a kryptonite drink down his throat or something. It's just, exactly. Yes, Kassan, you are absolutely right. He says, this just proves how hard it is to make a plausible comic book movie that doesn't utilize plot com- convenience. And it's also the reason why every once in a while they have universe-destroying things that lower everybody's power level. Because it got to a point where Superman could just flick a finger and knock the moon into the next galaxy. And they couldn't make, they they literally couldn't do anything. Shady is checked out. (laughs) He hasn't done that since 1968. The Bronze Age Superman wasn't that powerful. I think that and last the Age Superman. No, no, no. That was Julie Schwartz got done with all that in 1960. Yeah. Everyone thinks that like people don't get the DC comics. Batman wasn't doing pow bib zoom when the show ended. Denny O'Neill and Neil Adams brought him back there. And same with Superman. He was the he wasn't juggling planets and stuff in the 70s. And we weren't even having the, those type of characters. Like they didn't even go against those type of villains until the 80s. Right when you yeah. got the Bronze Age super stripped down Superman, but you have the Flash running faster than the concept of death itself. You had him outrun the Black Rate. That's death. the point of super. But that's the point of superheroes to do the impossible. The impossible that's why they're superheroes. The imp- no, that's the point of doing these okay. is so like it can be the impossible. That's not me. That's Grant Morrison, and Grant I, Morrison I, has done a lot of these type of stories, and they're all good. Most of them, yeah. But it's a power scaling issue, right? If you if Randy you get asks to that the point, question that JD always is, how do you kill a vampire? Thank you, Randy. Yeah, uh, UV flashlight doesn't matter. There's no such thing as vampire. There's uh, no such thing as create. Is there's no such thing as creatures uh, that destroy the universe? So they are. They can be beaten by whatever. Writers in control. Yes, which is also why I thought I'm thinking this idea won't work without a little more forethought because 
there's not one writer here. There's three people just throwing things out. You know, you know what you know what would work hmm. if one of us gave the other two the rosters and then see what you can do with it. Should we revisit the subject next week? Because ain't nothing coming out. Yeah, I think so. We, All right. We no, is nothing coming out this week? I no. thought there was a movie, wasn't there? Mm-mm. No, the um, the movie that was coming out was Craven, and that got moved to next year. Thank God. I, are we ever going to see that one? Is that really ever going to come out? God, I, I don't know. know. <laughs> Let's revisit this, Kassan. I want Kassan. Apparently, we are too inept to meet your challenge properly. Reformat the rules, and we will revisit this. I think, week round two, yes. I think it would work if somebody picked the rosters and then gave pick, it to us so I that will we had time to think about what we could do with them. I will pick the rosters and I will email them to both of you tomorrow. But the problem is you can't pick somebody like The Flash or anybody like that. Anybody with like insta-kill moves. If I pick one with insta-kill moves, I pick a villain with insta-kill moves to, lay, to level them out. Right. I will put together an Injustice League and a Justice League. All right. That will be, right. Like Fox News, I will be fair and balanced. And you, you mean, wait, what, what was they, they didn't it? Was their slogan? Right? What, no, they, they just call them Injustice League. What did they call them? The Super Friends. Oh, the Legion of Doom. The but Legion to me, the of Legion Doom. of Doom is the Road War. The Injustice like, Society. Mm-hmm. The Injustice Society, the Injustice Gang, I've heard them called. Right. Either way. You'll give me De- Dr. Destiny, right? No. <laughs> I, may give you, I may give you the Psycho Pirate as a fuck you. A no. Anti-monitor. Uh, can some I can wreck people but he's insane and can't live with what he can do. Mm. True. No parasite? anti-monitors. <laughs> Don't watch who you're calling a parasite. And also remember, I think we did definitely approach this as it is a first, like a first yes. Justice League movie. <laughs> yes, we have to prove. Okay, I will put a parameter together. I will bestow this upon you guys, and I will attempt to referee this madness again. Same bad time, same bad channel. What is the concept of the Justice League versus the Authority? Mm-hmm. I heard someone this, say that would be an interesting concept. Because we got to walk before we can run, man. Yeah. We're having a hard... <laughs> we're, we're stumbling out of the starter's gate at this point. We got to... The classic Justice gotta, League and John's through the anti-monitor. And John's and like, I want, I want the pantheon of dark gods. It's okay. <laughs> I want the dark lord Cthulhu. Fuck, man. All right. <laughs> That's what Perpetua is, basically. But I want nothing but the, the, the dark Justice League. There you go. This is what happens when uh, there's a simultaneous writer's strike, actor's I'm, strike, or whatever. I'm going to like, give you Zatanna with a sore throat. Oh. <laughs> Batman oh, can't on. find his utility belt and lost the keys of the Batmobile. Now, is her, is did, her did the Batmobile is her, lose a wheel? Is her throat sore because she was dealing with dread? Whoa, <laughs> Dave, that was inappropriate. No, no, Dave, no. Whoa. No, no, Dave. Come on, man. Uh, um, offsides. We don't need to work blue here. Um <laughs> <laughs> See, we so, lost anyway. We lost Ray because and Don because we stopped being blue. Yeah, the show's not good this week. That's why. <laughs> well, but any Randy would appreciate that one. Uh, <sighs> all, right. all right. What did we learn this week? I learned that yes, we fucking yeah, 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 that's what I learned. A question: Are we going to talk about Ahsoka next week? Oh yeah, we forgot to talk about Ahsoka. Yeah, well, because John was John missed it this week. I'm an episode behind, but next week we'll have, probably have enough to talk about. We'll at that's least fine. Let's know do it. if it's good or bad. We'll watch the whole thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. All right. Let's bring this in the landing. Okay. What did we learn this week, or 
Do we have any recommendations? JD, you had already started. You learned that we suck. We at- suck ass at D&D. Let me, at, or D&D-esque games. As a Matt, speak, speak for yourself. I'm speaking directly for you, my good man. I don't know. I, bet I finished Dr. Sleep last week. It's an excellent book. I'll read that. All right. John? I have a recommendation that's go see. Go, if you've got Netflix or you can borrow somebody's password. Yeah, me. That's definitely. Go see the uh, One Piece live action on Netflix. It is well worth watching. And that goes for whether you know anything about anime or you're a One Piece fan and everything in between. Even if you don't know anything about anime, it is from what I've heard from other people who are not anime fans, don't never watch an anime or never read a manga. They it's still worth the watch. It's still fun. There you go. All right. I learned a lot this week, guys. I learned there's an actor out there named Dread that I don't yeah, I ever want to know more in, about. Back in, I know plenty. <laughs> back in 14. That's I don't ever want to meet. I don't want ever want to meet him in a dark alley. You'll know he's coming. I learned that John you got about two foot head start on him. John is probably was one of those kids that flipped the Monopoly board when he was a kid. Because you pull out all the dark demigods of DC because you want to win, not because you want to write I'm, a good story. I'm the one that made sure I got Boardwalk and Park Place first. See, exactly. He doesn't like to lose and he's a mean drunk. Um, not even close. <laughs> I also learned that JD's got to update his equipment. I did you know, update my equipment way before I was late. <laughs> before we're supposed to go, I live. was struck by inspiration. I didn't think it was going to take me that long. I'm a creature of impulse. I, I've learned this. Yes, the hard way. Uh, Much like dread. <laughs> wait, sure. why are you allowed to make jokes? Because I'm good at it. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> Can I have Vandal Savage next time? <laughs> yeah, you can have Vandal Savage. That's an awesome character. Mm. In fact, mm-hmm. you have Vandal Savage. It's really mm-hmm. just super, oh, it's really Set super on the sea. I thought you meant oh, the Justice League thing. I was like, really? No, he's talking about One Piece. One Piece. Seriously, One Piece it's good for kids too. Kid, kids would kids would love the One Piece show too. So- I recommend. I have no real rec- recommendation other than if you haven't watched in a while, go watch Beetlejuice. I think I like it held up. I, it, it does hold up. I think like, it held up. Comment and subscribe. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wait a minute. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm off this week, guys. Woo. If you've no, gotten this I, far I, in the I show, everybody off, so. I, I, if you got this far in the show, bless you. And if you haven't yet, sorry. hit that subscribe button. Click that I'm bell not. for notifications. So you don't miss us when we go live normally on Sunday nights at 830 on this channel. Also, while you're here, don't forget to check out our interviews and shorts and all the other fun stuff that we're posting. Um yeah, and I recommend you go to SuperheroSpeak.com where you can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media at the top of the page. Uh, comic book reviews by our good friend uh, Chris. That actually was a new one just posted this week. Um, he was out of circulation for a while, but he's back. He's got stuff coming to me now. So keep an eye out for that stuff. And uh, yeah, that's all I got. So I, on I, that, I swear, JD, if you give me Kite Man and Connor McKing, I'm going. I, I... I'm Kite just going to give them Uzis. Oh, Tom King did really good work with Kite Man, sir. But even I wouldn't do Condiment King. No, I will give a fair and balanced roster. Sorry, Dave. Go ahead. Show us out the door. On that note, boys <laughs> and girls, as always, thanks for, thanks for watching. And don't let you get me caught in the door. Have a good week.